I don't know how much value I have in this universe, but I do know that I made a few people happier than they would have been without me. As long as I know that, I'm as rich as I ever need to be. Back once again with another episode of the It's Time to Refresh podcast. This is episode 54, I believe, if I, if I remembered it rightly. <laughs> uh, and today, we've, we're doing a bit of a special recording here because we've got two people on the podcast today. Under the name of NRG Tracks, um, you're a fucking blew up off. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, what is it? A twenty-year overnight success. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, formerly known as Rave Tracks Rave as well, tracks, and then yeah. you, you you sort so, of yeah. Them. We can talk about the name change as well because <laughs> to some extent, we, think, yeah, yeah, we get asked about it a lot. So right, oh, well, we'll, we'll cover that right, and yeah. I'll do. I'll put it out as a TikTok, and then no one will ask you again. Yeah, there you go. Please do. Um, <laughs> so, as I start every podcast, what did you have for tea last night? Uh, what did I have last night? A burger, probably. I can't even remember. You threw me off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just like macaroni and cheese. I don't remember much beyond. I had macaroni and cheese. Uh, mac, mac and cheese I had. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm usually quite prepared. I, f- I can't remember what I had. So, uh, fucking hell. Uh, oh, fuck. I'll just leave it there. I'll come back to you later. Um, yeah, I just asked that just as a little icebreaker for everyone. Um, this is this is the first late well I'll say late night. This is the first nighttime recording we've done. So oh, okay. it's the first time it, uh, it's got the bees and that, and then it's the first time as well. Uh, the last time, sorry, we we're going to be in in, in here, so because the new studio is going to be open soon. So um, what are you getting us to do? Well, I'm in the middle of building. That's why my hands are rotten. I've been uh, <laughs> I've been sorting the roof and that out today. Nice. So um, what I do with everyone is I just sort of ask is how how do you all begin? Um, how did you meet? Uh, how? Well, sorry, I'll go right right back. Who, who was the DJ out of you first? Both at we the were same both time. DJ, so it's kind of an interesting one because we were both de- we've both been DJing like twenty ish years. Yeah. Yeah. But not together. So we've just been like mates. Um, it's really sin- the reason this has came around is because we started making music together. Not even a year ago, so it's like June of last year. Yeah. So we're not even at a year yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how it's came together. But individually before that, we had like fairly successful yeah. DJ careers, yeah. you know. Um, so what So what sort of, like, we'll, we'll go into it like, but mm-hmm. um, from the beginning, where, where where did you start out? Where did you get your first decks? What was the tunes? What The, you know, the what thing a lot of people don't know about me and him is there's a lot of similarities in yes. our kind of like childhoods and stuff so we're, both of us were heavily into happy hardcore yeah like still are to be fair and we both had like belt drive decks back when we started obviously was making a lot of tapes and stuff like that so we've I think the reason this works so well is because we've pretty much had the same progression like t- to a point yeah because there was a time when I liked Scouse House like you and he yeah. getting the electro house that kind of stuff but at the start it was I was heavily influenced by Happy Hardcore and as we see, I mean, we've got really good goals, we've got really good Happy Hardcore <laughs> collections, stuff like that. So, do you still have the collections? Yeah. yeah. yeah I've sold a lot of other records, but I wouldn't sell that kind of stuff. It's too it's expensive, obviously, as well. But yeah. So we... Yeah, I would pay a mortgage off if you did, though, some of the things. Like, so we were really into that at the start, so... And then as time progressed, obviously, mm-hmm. that kind of scene died out and then when you became a DJ, if you're... You couldn't play Happy Health Cold End, do you know what I mean? So there's like house and... So and when, it, when, when you were in, what was the, the scene like in Scotland for like Happy Hardcore? Because to well, me... this is like the sort of mid, 
mid-90s, you know, you're, we're yeah. talking here, I mean, I mean, yeah, when we so were like like bouncy teenagers. techno on that as well, because yeah, obviously Scott, Scott Brown, Brown obviously, yeah, you know, a, you had Scott a, Brown, Ultimate Buzz, you yeah. know, a lot of that kind of, Mark Smith, <coughs> the, yeah. Scottish, the Scottish bouncy techno scene, a lot of Dutch stuff, yeah. um, the breakbeat hardcore of the, uh, the, the kind of English scene didn't really take off nah. in Scotland as much. Right. More vocal and... Can that now more more vocal and like kind of bonkers at you degree, but before that as well. You know, yeah. Makina is, don't you? Yeah, yeah, obviously. Scottish, Scottish he was massive brownie for yeah. a while. Well, Scottish bouncy techno, a lot of the, the the stuff made by guys like Billy Reid and that, who yeah. were pretty big Scottish. Huge up records and all that kind of stuff. So that's like uh, that um, rings that, a bell. That's very similar to what Makina then yeah. became. You know, so so when when you you have started DJing like where was the first where was the first place where you got a break was it a brand a venue or what was the God when did I get a break God. M- mine's was a friend of where I live is watching us there's a place in in Govan called the Richards Bar oh I know exactly where <laughs> so there's a place in, in Govan where I'm from yeah. and the the floor didn't have a carpet it was painted excellent red Excellent. I think it was painted dread because then it's easy to clean the blood up. I'm being serious, man. Yeah. So that was I, had a, I, get, I was that was my first ever gig in this place, and I was playing like playing country and western and all that shit. And fucking, um, can you swear on us, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Country and western and like <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus and all that. Yeah. And I was getting fifty quid a night for like playing five or ten in an hour. Yeah. But I didn't care because it was money going by records. Yeah, yeah. So I do that on a Friday, like seven till twelve. And then I got and then I got to record shop on a Saturday, so that was kind of my first gigs. But then it obviously it was quite it was like a baptism was a fire because people in there that pub are mental. Yeah. So it was good to deal with requests and crowds and stuff and plenty of people rather than my room. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's a bit of a it, it, when you do. I'm not going to say that was commercial because it's obviously country and western stuff. But when you play non-rave music, it's quite an education to read yeah, a dance floor. By far. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Um, because. You're I not, find if you play really one bad stuff. commercial record, yeah. you can completely lose a floor. Whereas yeah. if you play a bad rave record, people are usually that fucked that it, it might, you might it get go. a few day off, yeah. but you'll yeah. probably get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but when you when you when you're in a commercial place and you play a record doesn't go down well, like you'll know about it. Because there's smaller venues as well, and, mm. and it, it's like in a pub like that, like the music's so important to yeah. the night in it. Do you know what I mean? Aye. So like. I was playing like 80s stuff and then the last hour I'd play kind of, I'd, I'd get to play like dancey stuff but like Ian said I wasn't mixing it for like four hours of the night I was like, just yeah. playing fuck play, play, playing yeah, stop, playing stop aye, a, do you know what I mean twin deck CD player but, um, so, where did you start do you remember <coughs> I was like I did youth clubs discos and stuff at school but it was all the happy hardcore stuff when I was at school when yeah. I left school I worked in a there's a, a seafront town in Scotland called Largs and um, there was a little bar in there so I worked for an agent oh, same right. kind of wages as he got like 40, 50 quid on a Friday night <laughs> yeah it was kind of like at the time Diving Faces remember that a Liquid Child thing was out no. doesn't ring a bell an old trans record yeah so that that was quite popular um, it was a sort of pre-club if, if, if you like a pre-bar sort of place yeah, before yeah, yeah, the yeah. club um, so I played in there worked for an agency for a long time did yeah. mobile discos, birthday parties, ah, I've done all that of kind of stuff. I've done all <laughs> that stuff. Uh, and then I stopped doing that and I went to work for an agent again and run a bit of kind of the late stage of the Clubland sound. Yeah. So maybe 2004 or 5. Yeah. And uh, 
as he was saying, he was into the scouse stuff, so the gigs I was getting was more kind of housey things, you know, so I was into like, the head candy stuff and then yeah, yeah. Electro House, like Federally Grand and all that. Was there was a lot of people when, when that era was about that it, it did sort of split off where... Big thing. We've only realised this, that the two years have started here, went like this. Then come back. And actually, I was talking to a friend of his, that he came along to our gig last night, and he was like, I can't understand how I've not met you. Because we've always been in the same places at the same time, yeah. but for different reasons. Yeah. And I said, well, I was playing house and his mate was playing hardstyle. Yeah. He was playing scouse stuff. Yeah. We're all aware of each other because Scotland's yeah. not that big, you know, especially yeah. DJs and stuff. You know all people, but we yeah. sort of ended up doing this and then Come sort of in the middle. Everything goes full circle anyway. Because yeah. like, obviously we'll, we'll probably talk a wee bit later, but this for me, what we're a part of now is like a modern version of the scouse scene to a degree. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? So Absolutely. everything comes full circle length, so like it's... Do you know the phrase that Hannah coined was modern clubland? Hannah Lang coined the phrase modern clubland yeah. and I thought you couldn't have hit the nail on the head That's exactly what it is. Absolutely. Well, that's how clubland are selling out. Yeah. Did you see them shows? The we went, we, I went insane. to, I went, obviously we're pals with Finchie, so <coughs> yeah. Finchie sorted us out, we went, um, me and Hannah went. It was, I didn't realise it was 14 over though. It's fucking <laughs> bonkers. <laughs> But it was 11,000 tickets <coughs> sold, mate. And the Hydro, which is one of the biggest now venues in, in Scotland. So, and Amazing. I, I, I thought that it would have been a wee bit of an older crowd because of the music, but yeah. it, it, it definitely wasn't. But they know it through their parents, though. Exactly. I've talked about this on the podcast before, many guests, right? It's, as you say, it's come full cycle because them kids now who are 14 to, say, 21, mm-hmm. when, when the likes of Pretty Green Eyes and that came out, they were, they were born there and their parents would have been going out then and it's all sort of come a full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I seen a video um, yesterday uh, of under 18 thing. It was uh, the rain in the arena. Did you see that? that there was uh, no. we, we are bounce or something it was. Right. Uh, there was a few names on it. Um, and basically the, I, I seen a, a, a remix of Miracle by Carmen Harris and I thought, mm, it's all right. right. But then I seen Entrance Set You Free and there's young lasses in the crowd, about 10 years old, singing their Walk hearts out yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... That's mad, though. Yeah. I think yeah. that song was out when I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> 1992 or something? something the original press was, yeah. and then it got repressed in 94, didn't it? Yeah. The, it's not a few represses. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, well, Pretty Good Pretty Good not turned 20 year old this year or something. It's 2003 that came out. That's about it. 20 years ago, Which is mad. And then, obviously, look at Mike now, fucking Camel Fat. Like, probably... Probably the biggest production duo in the fucking world, man. He's the I best. think he's, he's, he's the, the best producer in the world. He's, he's the most influential to any sound in electronic <sighs> dance music. By far. Aye. With Without a doubt. Uh, I've, I, rate, I rate him highly, but like he he transformed the tech scene with Camel Fat, mm-hmm. transformed the hardcore scene with Recon, Recon, transformed the bounce scene and made the bounce scene what he, it is today. He essentially is. Yeah. All the older stuff because he's so many different aliases. Yeah, he's kind of like the Ferry Costin or Scouse. Oh yeah, now because Ferry Costin got so many aliases. It's like a shite analogy, but you get, (laughs) but you get the point. But he's so many either. I think he's like twenty aliases or something. Like oh yeah, but the genre jumping is absolutely amazing. How he's because some people they'll they'll make it once in a certain style and they'll (laughs) you see you see now like back back to the nineties raves and it's like. Snap and like they've, yeah, had, they're, they're, they've had their time and yeah. never left, yeah. Yeah, and he, then, he just moved on all the time, yeah. And he just reinvented himself. He reinvented made a song for Neil, Neil. aye, I number think he one, made that monster thing. No, it was Let Me Love You, Let Me Love You. So aye, was... he produced that. Which tune's up, Neil? Uh, hip hop, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He produced that. Oh, yeah, uh, I remember reading actually. I think he produced something for Rihanna as well. That it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Aye, it's something. <coughs> 
MK17. He's got a credit. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Has he got a credit on that? I'm sure he either produced it or was the engineer. I'm, yeah. I, I'm not sure, but it's, it's he's uh, definitely one of the best of all time, mate. By far. Yeah. Oh, by, he's by like, far. He's yeah. one of my heroes, to be fair. Um, I've met him a few times and it started. Like I'm good pals with mm-hmm. Redmond. Yeah. And. He took me in there. I think he used to run my own mansion, Liverpool. And Ian's like, I'll take, I was in Liverpool, and he took me to the club, and he came to pick me up and make the scars in the front seat. And I shot myself. <laughs> he didn't tell me he was doing it right. Yeah. He knows I, I'm a big fan. <clears throat> and Redmond never told me. And I seen his car coming up to the hotel, and I was like, "Is that my mate's oh, fucking?" Shot myself, man. Big high pitch voice. It's him. It's him. Yeah. So, so yeah, when you <coughs> sort of got off the tangent there, but who loves everyone loves Mike Desalegn? Yes. But yeah, um, so you sort of have started out. You were playing like sort of commercial gigs. That when was the first rave gig for Ivories? When, when was it? Your sort of nightclub. Um, well, I've, I've, as I say, I've worked for basically for agencies for yeah, DJ yeah. agencies. So I've worked in student venues since yeah. the last god fifteen years, 20, or eighteen yeah. years, maybe Excellent. nearly twenty years. So. Excellent. in like really big venues. Uh, how did how did you used to meet them? What was the? I have no idea. Probably stuff random Facebook. Facebook ad. and then <laughs> remember you would add like just oh he's a DJ I'll add him. If yeah. you were a teacher you wouldn't add another teacher. Like, <laughs> do you know what I That's think? What DJs for. do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah. know I think we've always had for each other? I was talking to my missus about this because I knew we were doing this. I think me and you have had this unconscious empathy mm. for each other because. See, being a resident DJ in, in a club in Glasgow or anywhere in the UK, it's tough. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's great fun and it's good money, obviously, and all that, yeah. but... It's not as easy doing as people it, think. See, doing it week on week, it's, it's, it's tough because... Jobs. Yeah, you're, you're, you're dealing with, like, dealing with drunk people every fucking week, do you know mm. what I mean? And, and it's like, I love it, but it can it can be quite challenging. So I think there's been times when I've maybe put a wee, a wee moan on Facebook and you've laughed at it and then I've laughed yeah. at you and that. I think we've always had... And, we agree on a lot of stuff like we rarely disagree and we used to always talk about stuff and it was like I think it's like I said that unconscious empathy for each other like we're going through the same shit here <laughs> do, you, do you get what I mean? yeah yeah, yeah 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 some people take resident DJing as just a way to get money to gamble on the horses or yeah. spend on drugs or whatever you know but it was kind of like a job for us you know yeah. so yeah. a lot of people do it to gamble on themselves as well so you go yeah. out and you'll be a resident DJ in your local town on a Friday Saturday night uh, or even like Thursday or Sunday sort of thing and you use that money to put into maybe buy production gear or yeah. a lot of people do that to yeah. try and li- live the dream essentially but um, yeah I, I know where you're coming from it's it's I, I did a residency a few years back and I would never do it I've been off, I've been off of residencies where it's a like a weekly club yeah. residency and I'm, I've just been like this this would kill me now, I think. Yeah, like, I've, <laughs> I've got two. So, like, I do it full-time. So, when I'm not away being, like, we've got... We're in the middle of 28-day tour now. We've done 10, we've got another 18 to go. But when I'm not away, I've got... So, I play in a place called Hummingbird in Glasgow and I play in a place called The Autumn Ward. Two of them are really nice places. And don't, they, these are probably the, two of the best residents <coughs> I've had. But yeah. previous ones I've had have been quite quite tough because of... Just dealing with people and stuff, and I think that there's been the odd time, not not as much re- in recent years, but maybe mm. a couple of years ago, I'd maybe a wee moan about it on Facebook, and you'd message me go, fucking, I agree with you on that, yeah. <laughs> and it was just that kind of uncontrolled. Like, I mean, you mean you're on the kind of same boat. Do you get what I mean? Because we mm. we could relate to each other quite a lot. I think about stuff. Did, so you you met via music, then you weren't friends before. Then? No, no, that's interesting. Yeah, because yeah. we grew up in different places. Like I grew yeah. up like thirty miles away from him. So. Yeah, oh, right. so we've been mates for about fifteen years though. Ah, about that. So we've known each other a good long time, but. The music thing, making music and stuff only happened 
in June yeah. <laughs> last, last year. So yeah, uh, so sort of coming up to like sort of like 2010 onwards, then you're all you're on completely different paths than that. Yep. Yeah. Did you do anything? Um, this sounds really. Uh, I'm not talking down or talking up to you or anything. No. Did you do anything notable in in that time? Did you have any gigs where you were like, I'm proud that I did that? Uh, well, again, that's sort of saying, like, I did a lot of residency stuff. Mm. So I don't know if you're aware of, uh, there's a website, it's like a record pool for DJs called themashup.co.uk. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I work for the mashup. So All right. I did a lot of um, <coughs> like kind of viral videos, like one minute mashup things. Yeah, yeah, I did yeah. a lot of that for a number of years. Um, not quite as far back as 2010 because yeah, the site yeah. didn't exist then. But as I say, I've just worked as a resident DJ for like. 20 odd years yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and then just kept going you know getting a bit more successful doing that kind of thing um, is there any is there any venues that that's uh sort of sort of notable rave venues that you've you've played at within say scotland now uh, swg3 we've done but he he's a resident in a place called the foobar mate which is oh, one of the I, most Foo iconic Bar's... rave venues in britain like yeah. it's in the 90s and stuff there was guys like carl cox yeah. lenny d like um Pretty much every big name in the 90s played there back in the day and stuff like, like that. It's an interesting venue because like the nights I work in and there now, um, it's like just students, so it's a mixture of music. Yeah. Uh, literally the day after, they can have a happy hardcore night, they can have a techno DJ in. It's just, it's an interesting venue because of where it sits as well. It yeah. sits kind of in central Scotland, it's massive, it's well, mm-hmm. it's well noted for being... Uh, I have heard of it to be, yeah. to be honest with you oh, yeah. Unreal it's What a great place to play as well. Ah it's fantastic We've done back to back With Ben Helms on there didn't we? It was, oh, it was really good man class. I class. used to run My own nights So I used to promote nights And um, I done a night called On the House When it started I think it was About 2012 The EDM thing was kind of big Yeah But I'd booked like Me and my two mates One of my mates now Works for Defected But we booked like Dimitri Vegas Like Mike uh, Nicky Romero, Tristan Garner, Nari Milani, Michael Woods, like yeah. Sam Devine. Oh, so you were digging into your pockets then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not really, because we made a wee bit of money in the first one <coughs> and just used that to book somebody else, book somebody yeah. else. Book Sam Devine. Yeah. Uh, Hector Kuto, Frankie Rizardo. Funny story, my, my mate, who Andy Rayside, who works he's, he's the defected head booker now. Yeah. He booked Sam Devine. They got really parry. He then worked at Defected and she then was at a different agency and she moved back to, the, I think it's Colluded Talent. She moved back because of him. So he's now her agent. Excellent. Aye, man. So so she's busy, so he's doing no bad at that. So, <laughs> uh, we ran nights for years, man, uh, in a club called Oakenshaw in Glasgow. So we'd done that for about 2012. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was DJing at that. So I'd done that and then... On the back of that, I was getting quite big gigs at there's a place in Glasgow called the Arches. It's closed now, yeah, but yeah. legendary venue. That oh, as well, man. When I say have you played at legendary venue, if you said the Arches, I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I've been there like, ten times before it shut, so I was in there quite a lot. And because I ran my night with my mates, and it was going quite well, like we'd get gigs in the back of that and yeah. stuff like that. So I'd done that for a good while, um, <coughs> and then after that, kind of died down. I started playing disco music and the edits and house and stuff, which I still do now. So yeah. I play a lot of like. Like late night tough guy, um, you heard of him? Rings a bell. I think uh, we had a lad called Chris Lockie on on mm-hmm. the podcast not so long ago. He's he's a big disco editor. I'm sure he dropped the name. Oh, he's amazing, mate. He's he's he does he does really cool. He's the number one for that oh, sound, really. The best, yeah. mate. So I get really into that. Like, got it because of Ibiza one time with Glitterbox. It just yeah, started, yeah, yeah. and I seen late night tough guy and Joey Negro and all that. Well, 
Dave Lee's cult now in it, but mm. all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I love this shit. And because you're, when you're playing in a bar, I used to play bars at the time. You can't really play like Tech House in a bar like, at yeah. the start, do you know what I mean? So I was like, this is the perfect kind of stuff to play like between. It's really uplifting, isn't it? It's like really, really like, nice, happy, mate. Yeah, like yeah, 115 BPM kind of stuff. Venues for that kind of thing. I love it, mean? mate. Like yeah. Hummingbird, where I play yeah. now, I'll play that from about. I do like five or sets in there, so I'll yeah. do that from about. Seven to about half nine, ten, and the last two will maybe play a bit chunky house and stuff. But do you know what I've just realised actually? And see, like what we're doing, people go and do that, and that's their only thing. But we're still doing like resident DJ club gigs, gigs yeah, normal exactly. Club gigs, you yeah. know? I was surprised to hear it when you said that. I was uh, like, wow, I've just realised that. But yeah. I like it though. I, uh, like, I, I look forward to it more now because I'm not doing like all this thing, like. Been away and all that because we're away quite yeah. a lot. Like, do you mean we're away? Like, we're away pretty much every weekend, yeah, or every second weekend, one one day at the weekend. So, I like getting back to it and see I, different stuff. Do you know what I, mean? I did say earlier though, didn't I? I, I, I wouldn't take on a residency again. Um, I would do a residency if it was like a once a month thing, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, because I love DJ and love different going to different places and stuff like that. But the monotonous feeling of doing a weekly thing, and I think that's why you're enjoying it more now because 100%. that breakaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a oh, I miss this. Mm -hmm. Like, and then when you get, well, I gave up my back. Saturday residency to do this, you know, but yeah. I've still got my Thursday. Yeah. I was in my residency yesterday. I <coughs> was like done like seven to half nine, and my mate done the rest, and then he picked us up and we went mm -hmm. to SWG three. But yeah. I like the kind of I've said to them because they're, they're I'm quite lucky. The managers I've got are really good, and they're like, look, we're really happy for you. You deserve what's happening. Like, it's so good to see. I said, well, look, I promise I'll kind of dip my tone in as much as I can whilst mm -hmm. I'm there. If I'm in Glasgow and I can do an hour or a couple of hours, I'll, I'll come and do yeah, it. Come and do it. So, Excellent. and you're happy with that, so I'm happy with it. That is good. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so, we'll we'll get on to the we'll get on to the start of um, how you sort of got met again on your paths mm -hmm. and started this. Um, we, as I say, we talked briefly about it in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, a lot of people will be watching this will be wondering. So, mm -hmm. where did you come from? Go on, <laughs> go on. Where, 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 where is it? What's the story? Well, I think we need to talk about the Airwolf Paradise remix. I think that's yeah. you know we had um, <laughs> both myself and Neil had been we'd always been saying for a number of years. I think Neil mentioned this earlier. We actually worked in the same club together for a period of time. Yeah, and uh, <coughs> which was probably going back nearly five years now. But uh, we spoke even from then. Yeah, I will get together, make some music, you know, yeah. and that never happened. But then, to be Life fair, lock, in the way. lockdown kind of yeah, yeah, that kind of yeah. way. Uh, and we only started sitting down together June, maybe about Mayish May last yeah. year, and we were making some house stuff. Can I Which one of you has made the made the conscious effort of going? So we're gonna. Me. <laughs> You've reached out to him and said, yeah. "Right, are we going to do get, this? Get over to my house now." Yeah, yeah. He did actually. I'll give you that. <coughs> he didn't ask me. He told me. <laughs> I think because I keep my voice notes and stuff. I think there's a voice note from you to me, whatever it was, you know, nearly a year ago. And I said, well, "Get down here then." Do you know? Yeah, what I mean? like, but you literally live ten minutes away. You go over here. Yeah, I know. And, I was like, and then I was like, "Fucking hell, you live so close." Aye. Aye. And that was kind of like, "Fuck it, I'll get a taxi down, man." Yeah, and that was it. Um, aye, so we'd started making some house stuff. Um, Which is class, we need to do something with it. Well, well, we'll, we'll it's really something. nice, mate. We'll send you one. Uh, and then, <laughs> this is what we're talking about in the way here. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, everybody knows you know, what Patrick Topping was doing last year. He's playing loads of old Scouse House stuff. He was yeah. playing, the end of his sets were always really, really fast. Yeah. And having come for that scene, you know, particularly Neil more so than myself, but we come for the early days of that. Yeah. And we're like, why is he playing? 
like old the old blue records Dutch stuff or what the fuck like, is going on like here? the stuff in that Rob Kane Mitchell isn't it kind of like yeah. Dutch yeah. stuff like, yeah. like what like is that? going on that yeah. is my that is the golden era so for me so it, I hold it so close to my heart like we were talking when we were coming here like club heads like the club heads are the, the the pinnacle for me like and I don't mind saying this on a podcast as well I'm not a massive fan of some of the stuff they're doing now uh, but some of them because they released the EP though. some, some of, it, of it is really really yeah, good yeah, yeah. and it gives me that feeling of like even then though they used to make kind of mad speed garage stuff as well yeah, yeah, I was yeah, not overly yeah, keen yeah. on that they've always done that B-side yeah. stuff <clears> yeah. done that. I know that on a couple of the releases the actual club mixes were um, the B-sides and it was the speed garage that was the A-side yeah, 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 and stuff it. like that and so for me that era is the, oh, the golden era right. it's like like club caviar sort of club heads even like over this, over this end of the like, see when it's like the early tidy stuff, like tidy tracks, nucleus yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It, it's it's that stuff. Nice it's like heavy kick drum. Years, really One forty BPM offbeat bass. It's proper mm -hmm. club music. And you've got me. It's That's proper it. club mm -hmm. music, mate. That's why for me because there's a club in Glasgow <clears throat> called Bonkers, which is. That was synonymous with that sound, really. and that's yeah. that's all they played most of the night. There's that kind yeah. of one forty stuff, like the um, club heads and. DJ John and Plus. oh Digi White stuff and all that kind of stuff yeah. and Hyperlogic Only Me and um, Rank One as well though they play kind of the trancey stuff as well mm -hmm. with oh the, uh, yeah I blend the, the trancey stuff because it's well. a similar BPM yeah. so aye so we were heavily influenced by that so when you were saying there like when we seen Top and doing all this kind of stuff, and it kind of would be both went <coughs> we, like, we need to do something we kind of patched all if the... I had my laptop with me, I'd have let you hear the, the original version that we had done of Airwolf Paradise's Don't Hurt Me Baby was... He had a Fisher, James Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of that kind of yeah. vibe. Right. Mm -hmm. And right. then, on a journey over to his house this time, it was like, nah, we need to do something a bit more... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different <laughs> here. And that's where... That That's came from. It was a one day thing. So Aye. what 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 was the process of this? Because did you just bootleg it at first? Did you what did you did you just put a, was basically it just ripped the, the 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 original record apart? There's, there's loads of really good AI stuff. You know, any yeah. DK producers yeah. will be aware of the the different websites you can get. You can yeah. rip records apart into almost as if the producer had sent you the stems. Oh, yeah. You can get some of, some of them down. are terrible, but some of them are yeah. A lot of you can and the thing is if you listen to the original record, a lot of it's fairly obvious sounds, especially when you hear it separated as well as yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. these sites can do it. So Nexus is a great synth. Yeah. You know, if if you can't get a clean enough part out of the original song, you can hear what it is, you can find a sound on Nexus that'll be pretty close to it. Yeah. yeah. And you can just replay it then. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So Basically, so, we built the record almost. So when you did it, I'm I'm proper like digging into Dig this in. here, and, and and if you don't need to answer, if you don't want to, no, no. Uh -huh. so you 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 um you did this and you sent it off. Um, we'll <laughs> get into that story in a minute. Mm -hmm. But since then, have you got the stems back and and it's been redone? No, no. Wow, that is interesting. That like, nope. so you you're still using the original the yeah, original vocal. bits that's ripped out. Well, fantastic, <laughs> I love it. We actually, see because it's so raw sounding. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I think that's but we found one of the vocals on. A website, I think it was Splice or something. One of the vocals was on there. Yeah. I thought it was oh, on... remember? There is part of it. Like yeah. one or two of the vocals were on there. The get down things on. Die. Yeah. We just searched for it. Right. On, on Splice. <coughs> so that, it. Okay, that makes it more 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 sense. Then. But the stems. I think if you like... just like pulled off the the full track and then, uh, do you know yeah, what I mean? Can. There's yeah. a, I say there's there's various ones. <coughs> Every day, this stuff's getting more and more clever. Even I'm going away scary by very smart. Scary enough. Have you not heard? Um, I've just nearly said that out loud, but I didn't make. I wasn't going to say anything. Have you heard? Um, 
Biggie Smalls do that song in Paris by ER. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just nearly said that on the thing. That I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it's uh, I don't know what the what the what the clean term of it is. Fellas, but doesn't one mean? Fellas in Paris. Fellas in Paris. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. Nice people. Yeah, <laughs> fellas. Well, fellas in Paris. Um, ER is. Generated it's, 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 it's so clever. Somebody's done Rihanna with Rhythm of the Night. Yeah, I know, and um, Kurt Cobain as well. Everyone's like, oh my god, what is that's creepy, isn't it? Yeah, it it's is creepy, it? dangerous. Um, I don't know if we're at the stage where AI can make songs for us yet. Probably are, and I just haven't noticed. <coughs> but yeah, there's things that you can do today that even looking back six months ago, you probably could, I, yeah, I've yeah. thought that as well. I've ripped yeah, acapellas yeah. in the yeah. last week, that, that, uh, six months ago, were okay-ish but now they're almost the AI is much better now than it was a year ago um, the, is it there's like vocal remover vocal remover la 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 yeah 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 and like but six months ago there was loads of like airy rever- reverbed sounds within yeah. it you would get you would get a percentage of a usable thing but yeah. it was still a bit rough around it now it's almost it's so good, crystal yeah. clean so good so yeah you've got sorry I've went off on one again but you've <laughs> got together and then you's, we're over and you said you need to sort of speed it up what 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 happened from there then? So then we will be. Was your idea about the offbeat bass? I think. Mm. I think it was you that said, "Look, because we've done it before, and it was just kind of like a kick and bass, but it wasn't." I'm like, "No, Gemo does this thing, the car test. So we'll do something in my house, and he'll listen to the car on the way home, and then yeah. he'll phone me the next day. He'll send me." Basically, I spend that much time in my car that. I used the car to do mix downs and I'm not even lying He's here. Yeah. Stuff Don't Hurt Me Baby, Rock the Party and the remix of York The Awakening <laughs> that we've done yeah. were mastered using the aux cable in my car stereo <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. And I apologise <laughs> sincerely to Ministry of Sound who probably don't know that. But uh, yeah, they were ma- mixed and mastered my car. Because I know the car services them that well that I know how to translate <clears> it from there to other systems. That car test band, like, I mean, I'd get to like, like so what I'll do is I'll, I'll produce a track and I'll be like, version one, I think this sounds, this sounds class, this is it. Version one, first time, get in the car, yeah. I'll go and pick my little ladder from the You want to smash a laptop up. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, you, you yeah. hear something, and it's like, the car See test that, is so valuable. That, that was, when I was, when I've been making music now for about maybe 10 or 12 years, yeah. I was so frustrated. I lived in a flat, and the car was quite <laughs> far away from the flat. Yeah. For me to go down to the car test was annoying, and the brainwave was... If I'm trying to get it to sound good in the car, why don't I just mix the thing in the car? <laughs> Which is why the aux cable thing came into it. That was a wow. different car, but wow. I've just yeah. kept that same analogy now that I'm yeah. just that used to how the car sounds. I'm like, well, we'll just balance it in there. On average, how many versions do you do? When it... So no, I've just done a tune today. This latest tune that we're working on, there's like 10 versions so far. Well, and it's all down to the kick and bass not being right. Everyone mm, mm, um, I've, I've, I've just, I'm doing a tune today, a remake of a, of a classic with a. Do you know John G? Yeah, he, used to, he did um, the Italian dance for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's John. Uh, so I do a thing called Manic with him. Um, right. And it's just basically, we've got a, a passion for like the old trance stuff and mm-hmm. and basically just try and make it into the more bouncier yeah, sort yeah. of stuff nice. now. Um, I've actually sent you some stuff over on the email. Um, oh, sh- you did actually. I'm not. <laughs> sorry, I haven't even looked at it, man. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> man. I'm so sorry. But, I um, that. Yeah. Um, so we're, 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 at the minute, we're just remaking a couple of classics. Send them over. I will yeah. check them. <laughs> but, um, and I, I sent him a, a version of the track today, and I think we're on like V34, and I'm just like, I hope this is. This is I bet, the one. I bet all you've ever done is change the hi hat or turn the oh, car it's or... Every time, every time. We get like ver- to Do you know the only good five. thing about keeping the different versions? It doesn't really take up any extra space, I yeah, yeah. But if you get so far into something and then you think, do you know what? I actually preferred it when the kick was louder. 
you can go back. Yeah. It's yeah. just fine and remember which version it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick louder, hi hat. Coming for you? Yeah. <laughs> he Project's calls, a disaster. He calls these. He calls his songs sometimes like the strangest name. Then, <laughs> then we can't find them. Yeah. <laughs> then we can't find them. Just run my hands over the keyboard. <laughs> <coughs> Excellent. Um, so yeah, you did this tune. You've sent it off to because obviously you were sending the car. The only people who could uh, release this was Ministry. And well, the idea really wasn't to get it released because definitely like, just get it played. There's a, there's a DJ in Scotland called George Bowie. Yeah, GBX uh, the GBX yeah. right yeah, so, so the GBX show is massive yeah. right so yeah, yeah. to get a tune played on the GBX is a bit of clout amongst your mates yeah. particularly being Scottish right yeah. and that was always the intention we thought fuck it we'll make this and yeah. Bowie will play it but it was also to get Patrick to play it well there was always the inkling to get him to play but you never know what's going to happen yeah 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 um, might never even read the email sort of thing you never like, know yeah, 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 you yeah. send them away you don't know we know nothing about nothing yeah. at this point you know so yeah we sent it away and he loved it I get excited about um, label rejections just because they got back to you. Never mind because I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, getting a label to you imagine being a label, right? How much stuff you get sent? I, I don't. I, big Tool label records. Well. I think yeah, yeah, they get yeah. something like three hundred emails a day. Yeah, Trek must get more than that. Probably get more than that now. It's, like, yeah, there's a bit. It's they are like the other one. Everybody wants on me. Yeah, the other one. Everybody wants they're, on. They're, they're, they're the hot topic at the minute, aren't they? Yes, yes. by far. And do you know what? Like we've dealt with a lot of labels. We've got a good few labels over the last couple of months. They're fucking amazing. Oh, everything yeah. about them, mate. Like very well organised. Everything yeah. they, they've got a full team, mate. It's not just him. It's like they've got a full team, label yeah, manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're so professional, aren't they? Like the way they do it. Well, not yeah, implying yeah. that M D L is not professional. No, I'm not saying <laughs> that at all. Like, like Armada's been good, managed yeah. been good, but mm. we've obviously got, we've got two songs on trick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we've dealt with him a bit better, a bit longer. Yeah. And I've, like they said, <coughs> like even things like they send you a PR update every week. That's good. Every week, so they go, you've been added to this radio playlist. Excellent. This DJ's playing it, and you get, you get your feedback every week. You get media cuttings from magazines. Didn't they send you everything? Yeah, fantastic. It's so good, mate, honestly. And Patrick, as well, is class. He talks to us all the time, doesn't he? Like, yeah. we, we it's speak, a normal guy, really. We speak to him, he's, 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 through, the, through the, 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 the two releases, he's, he spoke to us so much. Like, you make so much time for everybody, man. Like, you, yeah. you feel really a part of it. Like, the trick. Oh, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Community. You feel a part of it. You feel a part of it because he's. And it's nice when he's seeing your stuff and posting, but he, he messages all the time as well. And even Haley was messaging us saying that Rocky Party is our favourite song. That's yeah. Own trick and stuff like that. It's class, <laughs> man. So, yeah, it's. It's, um, <clears throat> really, it's a really polished job in it of a, of a it label is, like yeah. ah, I just haven't about it man yeah, the way they do the contracts even I think we're just very quick very to smooth point. and somebody is always available to talk to you and so the name change as well is a fucking ball like and the way we'll they, get into that yeah, <laughs> but the way they, but the way they dealt with it was unreal like yeah. they changed it on Spotify Beatport within a day excellent so so go on then we'll ask you now why did you change from rave tracks to energy tracks there you go <laughs> it's energy tracks energy yeah. tracks yeah it's so, energy tracks aye. sorry no, basically the name the rave tracks the way it was spelled the way we spelt it was oh. rave the word rave yep. and then <laughs> tracks a separate word t-r-a-x yep. and we searched that Googled nobody it. had it yep. check on the discogs yeah Definitely nobody's got it. So this is at the point where you've this done... This is the point, so... You've done the... the we've done the this remake. is the inception of... This yeah. is the inception of name, if you yeah. want to call it that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'm like, this name is too good, somebody must have it. No, nobody's got it. Right. Carry on. It's a way. When we made Rock the Party, 
uh, which would be well when it was starting to come out it came out in January, January yeah. um, there was a I don't know if I mentioned the guy's name but it was a pretty major artist I think we can just say it can we say it now because he's got records out now isn't yeah. he well Alan Fitzpatrick who's a massive techno that, DJ not me <laughs> 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 a massive techno DJ um, has used the alias which is said rave tracks but it's not spelled the same it's as ours rave right. PRX yeah okay okay all one word which they're not going to search. Okay. So why would you search that? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Alan had came forward and said, you know, to to track and said, look, I see you're putting out releases by this act, rave tracks. Yeah. You're probably not aware. We I've got this name, blah blah blah, and he was bringing some more music out this year, which is the now which actually he has got doing records out. Yeah. And he said, look, it's kind of up to yourselves and the guys, but this might cause an issue later down the line. To be so, fair. It might have done, it might not have done. So he's making kind of like like 90s jungle like drum and bass stuff. Yeah. stuff. The good thing is that you haven't done this earlier and you haven't got big in Scotland for five Do you know what I mean? That, we yeah. sat and thought about it and it's a bit gutting at first, you know what I mean? Because we did a lot of research, you know, both of yeah. spent a good few days. Remember maybe that, a week. that day we sat for like hours checking everything, man. Like we checked every website, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, just got lucky. The spelling, there was no way we would have looked at the Why spelling. Why would you miss that? one letter out and, and, and like... Patrick emailed us and they thought the the subject was Alan Fitzpatrick. That was like I got excited that like, maybe he wants to remix one of your tunes. Yeah, no, I was like, fucking hell, right? Yeah, and it came up and I was like, oh. And then I read it and I was I was fucking gutted. I had COVID at the time, remember? Yeah. And I was like, game on your phone, fucking game. I was like, game on, man. He's like, what's wrong? And I was like, he's like, you feel like he's still there? I said, like, no, no, fuck that. I says, we need to change your name. He's like, what? And I was like, <laughs> and then I told him, and then we were like, look. Like, we are relatively new at the time. Yeah. And I was like, look, let's just do it. Let's just change. And I think, and I'm not just saying this, and you'll see I think it's better now. I was going to say, I think it's, yeah, it's more, um, it lim- it lim- it's more identifiable That's well. got more longevity. Than just rave know. music. So we can, yeah. like, aye, we can do, if like, things slow down or, a little bit. Yeah. Or exactly. speed up a little bit. Well, you're there. Still you're right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, like I agree. Now, yeah. The I name Rave it. Tracks was, was good for what we were doing, but, it's probably got more of a shelf life than, than yeah. energy tracks yeah. has, for example. Absolutely. It's strange thing, it will, it's not just a coincidence or not, but since we changed the name, we've had Farmer Bookings. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's Farmer. Yeah. A lot of people don't, I really don't like the word rave. Yeah. Rave. That's so true, mate. Um, see oh. the, see the more, the more, I'm not going to say commercialised, but the more upper market, like venues, because obviously they're seeing the, the hype that all this, rave music's getting at the minute yeah. they want to hold raves but Without they don't want raves, raves. Yes. yeah yes. so it's like oh rave, rave tracks maybe bring bad connotations mm. you might, do you know what I mean it's all, it's all the things when you think rave the people who don't know us in our scene is they think yeah. 1988 uh, Summer of Love sort yeah. of rave or Gabba your, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. yeah you're totally right but I think so, like, I, I was like that like what can I think and I was like and it was, the reason we caught the name Energy Tracks was because of, because of you, because when um, we're making music, it's like, ah, no, it's not got enough energy, we need to change oh, the energy. Energy, energy, energy. And I was like, so I was like, that's obviously what we caught, but I was like, I do I say energy, I thought energy, kind of 90s feel, kind of old school Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like we've talked about before, and it's kind of like what we're doing is like new versions of older stuff. Yeah. Kind of, do you get what I mean? Like, it's like... like Go back, back, modern, go back to that modern clubland phrase, you know, like yeah, yeah. listening yeah. to our stuff. And even though we've got loads of new stuff to come out, it sounds like something, it will, it will remind you of something. Yeah, yeah. But so it's not a remix, it's a sample. It's um, like, 
rock the party. It's uh, I heard, and when the offbeat bass kicks in, I thought. DJ Quicksilver sort of late 90s vibe it's, it's actually like, based on a floor filler Anthem 5 yeah because um, it's got the rap and you yeah, know, it's yeah, got that yeah. offbeat bass it's, it's, like, yeah, it's not a sample it's not a remix it's just that it. vibe do you know yeah. and it's, it's emulating that but you know if, if you're listening to that kind of early 2000s stuff it was all pressed to vinyl yeah. it's not like a real low it's end on it raw so. and like yeah it, it's, it's just a, capturing that essence it's more like know? saturated as well hi well, that's the thing. Now we now we use MP3s and WAV files, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you can have actual subbases <coughs> that you know you can't couldn't have when you had vinyl. Yeah, and everything's crystal clear highs and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just like that. It's just like reminiscent of that type of music. But so when you you've got that track that remix sound initially, mm-hmm. when did you just notice that fucking Alice has got this has got a bit of life in this overnight? Was it was it an overnight I, thing? I think as well though, like the whole story of how quickly it was signed. It doesn't usually happen, so we're quite lucky because we're pals with like quite big DJs like David Ross, Will Atkins, and stuff like that. These are really good palsiers who are flying, so we can kind of ask them questions and, and get advice for them. Because what had happened is we sent him the tune and he agreed to, he's like, I love it, I'm going to play it. But now you do a private link on SoundCloud. Yeah. He played that a couple of times, but then there's more plays on it. I was like, that's what you can check, obviously. Yeah. So I checked, and it was Ministry of Sound. I was like, Remember, hmm. I was like, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. Then Earl of Paradise listened to it, then Dom Daw listened to it, not so then it was all these A and R guys and from, from Ministry and Trick, and I was like, yeah. this is getting sent about all these guys. Yeah. So we didn't know it was getting signed and but we had a rough idea because of that. And then Top me emailed us and says, Listen, lads, they want ministry and why make this official and do a joint a joint release. Yeah. So Ministry don't take all our trick stuff, they only take the ones that they'd really like. Yeah. Like Shaq. That was a joint release with... Yeah. Stuff that's got kind of commercial viability. So we get that, which is, for your first release, is mega. So I think we kind of knew, like... We kind of knew that it could do something. And then we, we were lucky enough that Will was playing it at festivals and so was that um, Rusty, Shugs... Who yeah. else was playing it, man? Like, Hannah. Hannah was playing it. Hannah's a good pal as well. She's <clears throat> mega now, so she was playing it. Yeah. Then Patrick was playing it and people are getting videos. Who does this remix and stuff like that? And then he gets some good videos, the proper videos it done at DC10. I'm like, fucking hell, man. <laughs> no, this is, like, uh, it's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Growing arms and legs. And then it kind of, and then it came out, and then it went right into the top 10 within two days. And I was like, fucking hell. And then it was number one by like. It was the end of that week, I think. Yeah. A week. This is then, where I heard you as well. When you got the top 10, I was like, who are these guys? Yeah, yeah, top guys? We've had a few messages on Instagram because people suspected that we were perhaps maybe Chris Lake or James Hype or oh, under the trying everybody style. thought it was yeah. some tech house DJ that was trying to make like yeah, Scouse yeah, yeah. House yeah. almost. We didn't tell him it was us, even our mates. So see when we yeah. first started it, it was just an, it was like an alias and mm. it was just like a, a logo, no pictures of us. This was kind of off the back of me because I was making like commercial tech house stuff at the time. Yeah. And uh, Neil was a bit more keen about telling people, and I said, Well, hold on, we're really popular, like as individuals. A lot of people yeah. like us, they know us. I could fart into a microphone and release it, and they would probably still like it. Yeah. Let's put it out without telling them that it's us. And I mean, like, five people knew it was us. Yeah. Yeah, I, because we didn't want people to like it because it was us, we wanted them to like it because it was good. Because yeah. we sat there and went, This is fucking good. Yeah. Trick like it, these big DJs like it. Mm-hmm. This could no. be massive, but let's it's see funny, just man. how massive it's going to be. Yeah. You know, and it went well. I, people uh, we know personally, like really well, 
were messaging on SoundCloud, like, hi, you know, could we get a copy of this? <laughs> Excellent. We're laughing, we like, actually had a cup of tea this guy last week. me to come to podcasts. Yeah. And, yeah. and then there was rumours that it was David Ruston Willaxon, the giver. Yes. And then there was rumours that it was Billy Gillies and something, and then there was uh, all these rumours, and then we were like, let's wait to get signed, and then we'll go here, guess what, this is us. And it was like, the amount of messages we got, like, Scooby-Doo. Why, Doo, why did you not tell us, man, and all that kind of thing? But it was the right thing to do at the time, because it, bu- it builds hype. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, so, I me, me and John did done this with the Manic thing, so we did a... Uh, for our first release was uh, L- Love Is Lost, and it's, uh, do you know, Lost In Love by... Um, oh, it was, I'm going to... Lost In Love? Is that no, 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 it's... Uh, the, it's that famous offbeat riff that. Oh, legend B. Legend, legend B. Yeah. So I was I was thinking yeah I was I was thinking that I didn't want to say it out loud is, is, is it like whatever so we did a version of that and we sent it off to a few different labels and stuff like that and um, we just put manic remix because we'd never mm-hmm. done anything before sent it off sent it off and then I I had the complete flip side of you during you were seeing people playing it. No one was opening the file, and I'm thinking because we sent it from like an email address that we just made up, and I was thinking because basically what happened was we'd seen um, we'd seen uh, the video of do you know Ferry caused him when he done Goriella, mm-hmm. so what he done was he, he got the vinyl made. Uh, I hope John doesn't mind me telling this by the way. <laughs> but, um, we, he got the vinyl made and he like scruffed it up and like put scratches and stuff on it and and like yeah and mail, mailed it off to 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 like labels because obviously he was big with. The, the the ferry cars and oh, things system like that. Oh, System F or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> oh, no, so it was System F out the blue. I've just told a lie there. because he'd done two different videos and it was uh, System F out the blue and uh, he posted it off to the label and just put a contact number, a PO box number, I think it was on it. Uh, there's a thing, I'll leave a link in, uh, in the comments for this. There's a, a whole video on it and basically he didn't tell anyone who it was or what it was. He wanted somebody to hear it and be like, I like that because I like the tune, not because of who made it. That's see, and this is probably a good bit of advice for anybody that's making music. See if you know that something's good, and you'll know when it's good. Yeah, you know, you'll you'll know <coughs> when it's good. Don't tell anybody about a thing about it. It will stand out itself because it's good. Yeah, you know, and if it doesn't, it's not good enough. Yeah, you know, I I, I genuinely think so as well. But as I say, we, ours was the opposite to yours. Like we spent we sent it off to three or four DJs who we knew we knew we yeah, know, yeah, yeah. but we wanted we wanted a, a non biased opinion because I, I didn't want to mail them. And they go, they go. Yeah. I'm like, no, I just want to hear and what you genuinely think. Or oh, the worst case would be the opposite of that. That they didn't play it because it was you. You know what yeah, I mean? Because exactly. I think there's some people who have done that with us. They've been asked. We've, we've talked about this before. I say it's, there's a thing like, I call it the X Factor syndrome. See, even you see these people in the X Factor, they're absolute dog shit. Yeah. And their mates and their mums go, you're fucking really good. <laughs> <laughs> go, go on national TV and fucking embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you get what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What they should be saying is, you need to work on that. Yeah. Or get, yeah. a, get a normal job. You, yeah. you, you can't sing. So, yeah. so if you send stuff to your mates, they might not want to say, I don't, they don't like yeah. that, or it's not really for me. People will be biased because they're friends with Yeah, but I mean, and it's exactly. kind of that X Factor thing when you see these people <coughs> making absolute idiots themselves, mm-hmm. like, and they're hyping you up and really a bit of constructive <coughs> feedback is what you're really wanting. Yeah, do exactly. Know, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think there's a bit of that as well. And I think, I, like Ian says, if, if something's good, it'll stand out. We were, like, we were just... Uh, I don't even mind me saying this, like, we've blew up quite quite quick, but it's a party as luck. 
We just don't have the right time to agree. Aye. It's just a bit of luck and all. You, yeah. need you either need to be the first or you need to be the best. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We were yeah. first. I think we were. <laughs> we were one. Aye. And I think now, like, there's people that message us and they're saying, like, we use your tunes for, for reference tracks, yeah. which is a big thing for us because guys. Wait that... till they find out it's mixed in the fucking Volkswagen Sirocco. They'll <laughs> <laughs> never use that again. Cut yeah. that bit. Cut Aye. that bit. <laughs> Aye. So it's been good, man. Like, yeah. but. Um, like, so you, luck, you did that remix, right? Yep. And then, so other after that trick were open to listening to your originals. Well, did you have like a direct connection to them? They don't tell you that, yeah, but yeah. you know then that they are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. If you you can get in anybody that's had any mild success with any record label, yeah. will know that the minute you get in, you, guys, you unleash the beast. Yeah. You, you you open up your bag well, of tricks and you get them all in. We might listen to Rocket Party. Yes, almost immediately. Sent him in the yeah. Monday. At, no, it was a Friday afternoon at four o'clock, and he'd listen to it by seven o'clock and replied. Right. So. I hope I'm not saying sending a guy to the river because he's not replying to people, but he's... Yeah. Well, no, they tell you, and, and by the oh, way, yeah, there'll, yeah, yeah. there'll come a time where he'll listen to something else and he'll just say, no, it's not for us. Well, we sent, yeah. I, sent him, that's fine. I sent him the York remix, and yeah. he's played that, no download. so it's not like yeah. he's going to... He's probably something when he play, but I just sent him anyway, yeah. but I, he, he didn't play that. I think people that. get too precious in, in their music. They do, yeah. Well, it's because it's your, it's your art, isn't it? You can it be so creative sad, and... You can, and you, can be, you can be your art without being too precious about it. Like, there's, there's you're pro- attached to it though, aren't you? That's the thing. Like you're, Yeah, I think there's producers though that move on and they, do something else. They don't share enough of their stuff and yeah. it can actually hold you back. Yeah. Like The reason that we're in the position we're in is because we've shared our music with as many DJs as possible that are on a good platform that will play it and you, you hope that there's a viral video or a fan video or... They've got a video Just playing time and time and You can't be too precious, but you make yep. music for it to be played. Yeah. And I, I think there's DJs, you. You there's, there's DJs and producers, guys that we look up to and, and are an inspiration to us and, and that's what we're doing, who don't don't share it with a lot of people and, and we've emailed and want to send them this tune, I'll send it and still and waiting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's like, we get a buzz when we see, see, we see guys like Patrick Tom playing their tunes to big, like, thousands of people. Yeah. That's, that's what you want. You know? That's why you made it. Yeah, that's just as much a buzz as playing it yourself to people, man. For me, anyway. Like, do you know what I mean? Like seeing guys like that playing it. So I think if you've got stuff, man, and it's good, send it out, man. Like, yeah. don't just sit on it and kind of be pressured about it because it's <clears throat> it's gonna hold you back. I think sometimes that's what we're like because we're like we don't want it to get leaked, but at the same time you want it to get. So you send it to like the same five days. Yeah, know? I know that's true. That's well. Oh yeah, no, I, I understand where you're coming from. Like, yeah. Um. So obviously you've just you said before that it was um. Anthem Five that inspired Rock the Party, but what? So what was the the story behind that? You started writing an original, and you think what what was the the idea behind it? Well, Anthem Number Five inspired the finished version of right. Rock the Party. Rock the Party originally started as a I don't know thirty ninety second loop or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know Lagoon Billy Gillis. Yeah. Um, when that came out, so I started Rock the Party in my house before. Neil and I were making music. Yeah. I heard Lagoon uh, on a Sunday night. I put my son to bed and I was flicking through YouTube and I seen Billy Gillis, who I'd never heard of, believe it or not, at the time. This is like February of last year, maybe. Yeah. And the song Lagoon was kicking about. And I was like, Christ, man, this sounds like something I used to play 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sat and made a bit. I've got a video on my phone, I'll show you when we're finished. Um, sat and made a little bit, just a little loop on Ableton. I thought, how, how just deconstructed it. I like to deconstruct other people's songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do they make this? It sounds amazing. Make sure you're a better producer. And it got stuck in a folder. And after the success of Don't Hurt Me Baby, so me and Neil do a thing where every Tuesday I go to his house 
We do it every Tuesday regardless. We've not missed We've one. We've a bit of dinner, we sit and make music. We just do it religiously. Yep. Sometimes nothing comes out of it. Sometimes as you're about to hear some new stuff coming up in the next few weeks, there's a lot of good man. stuff comes yeah, out of yeah, it. But it's good to be regimented and sit down. Yeah, so yeah, I said, yeah. look, I've got a bunch of stuff sitting here. Can I go listen to it? it in yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. I think it's all fucking trash, you know. So I'll go and make a cup of tea. Well, I, mean, I can hear him going, no. And I can hear the next project, no. And I'm stunned. What the fuck is this fucking thing? <laughs> <laughs> I go, oh, that? I, said, I fucking hate that. And it was what is now Rock the Party. Excellent. Because it was originally based on Lagoon. So but to get into that extended thing with the rap and all that on yeah. it, I mean, I, I, it was based on the floor filler stuff and right. the end up, you know. So how did, how did Finch get onto it then? There's a sample, the original Rock the Party version that was sent out to DJs, which some people will have heard parts of and at least was a sample from a Moby record that's called Body Rocking. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. There's an Olive Bisoski remix that was made in the mid-90s yeah. and it's a direct with a loop in the middle. It was sent to Trick with that sample in it and they came and said, look, where's the sample from? So we said, look, it's from this and they basically said, There's so, not, if yeah. we even get a response, it's owned by Small Def Jam Records. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we get a response from them, it could be about a year down the line. And yeah. there was a it could be thousands of pounds to clear it. Yeah. What do you want to do? And this is where Neil came in here. Yeah, so I'm good pals with Finchie. So <coughs> we've always got to do a tune with me anyway. Because yeah. I said, look, how cool would it be to get a tune with Finchie on trick? Yeah. Because obviously Patrick loves the MCs and McKean and all that. So I was like, if, he, if we send him a tune that says Finchie on it, he'll listen. So there was a bit of hype about Rock Apart at this point. There was a, a good bit of hype about it. Yeah. So People were like asking on TikTok videos and stuff. Oh, like, another stuff, you know? man. I so Shaq, there is a, a, a big turn there. He, he was playing it everywhere. So I've knew Shaq for about 12 years as well. I used to DJ with Shaq in Digital Newcastle like 12 years ago. Yeah. So I sent, I've sent him a lot of stuff. Um, <clears> so Patrick's like, look, we can get this cleared for you, but it's going to take ages. And as well, the hype will be away by then. Yeah. People forget about it. Because you know what it's like if a tune takes ages to release? Yeah. By the time it's out, nobody likes it because it's... It's moved on. Yeah, moved on. So, we're always going to do a tune with Finchie and he liked that tune. So I just meant, look, can you do vocals for me for a tune for Trick? He's like, when? I was like, now. Today. He's like, <laughs> can you do it in the next four hours? And he's like, yeah. He says, if we get this to, if we get this to Patrick by Tuesday morning, or not? I think so. I was Tuesday the Wednesday morning. He yeah. says it'll be out in the end of January, which is a good time for music coming end of January, start of the year and all that. This was in December, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. He says I can do it. So Excellent. he done it in his house. He put I don't know, hope he doesn't make me saying this. Do you remember the, <laughs> the, the box thing? He put a cardboard box in his head because he's not treated his room properly yet, he's right. still so he, so he did the vocals we use, it's literally him with a cardboard box <laughs> in his head. I hope he's got a picture of that somewhere. I'd love to see <laughs> it. So, I've heard that you did the second verse of that as well, you put it on Unreal. We wish yeah. we had more time to do that. So. The second verse, I wish had been a lot. If we had more time, see if we had another day on that, yeah. I would have went back to him and said, see that bit there? Make it twice as long. We'll use it. And that'll be the middle section of the record, yeah. but we just ran out of time. I think it's good as it is. I think it's got that real works really well, yeah. yeah, yeah I think yeah. he I think his version's better and everybody loves Finchie, he's relatable, he's been about it for years. I think it does it adds something to it that wasn't there before it. Yeah. There's no samples in it now. So it's a fully original it's a fully original yeah. record now. Yeah. So I Finchie was amazing. The guys the guy's the best to do. Okay. Finchie's the best MC I think and in that and any in most scenes to be fair, yeah, yeah. he's he's so professional and so good. So he done it in a couple hours. Yeah. Sent it over 
and then we just had to un remove all the other vocal and put that in, but it took longer than we thought it was going to take. One in the morning, sitting at my kitchen That's table. Uh, <laughs> but it was worth it, because yeah. obviously it's... It I've worked really with Finchie well. for a few years, and, and like different, whether it's like music projects or events or whatever, or even like anything like that. And I've always thought Finchie is a pro. He's like very far, efficient. He's, yes. he's a... Like, yes. you ask him, can you do this? And he, he can do it. He's the like, best, mate. One the of the turn round... Fantastic. He's one of the best, mate, honestly, yeah. and he's he's been at the top of his game for a, a, yeah. There's a, a reason long, he's at the top yeah. of his game, though, because he's, yeah. he's a pro. He's been there since he was 15, mate. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's been on the pod, you know, had his, um, his, his, his life story. Uh, mad. Listen, he's a head case, but a, <laughs> but a good head case. Yeah. Oh, he's much calmer now. He's much oh, yeah, calmer, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he was arrested in Glasgow. He used to do a lot of stuff for George and that every week, yeah. or every second week in Glasgow. So I've... That's how I met him, was, was through, um, he used to play a club in the tunnel in Glasgow, shut yeah. down there. He used to do that every, he was once a month with George and a couple of other guys. Yeah. Um, so that's how I got talking to him, and he loves Patrick Tom, he's one of his heroes. Yeah. So when I've messaged him, he's saying, look, try to go on track. So what what happened then? So you, you've sent it off, and did, did you say they got back to you like, near enough straight away? So we sent, well, this was, at, well, the initial one was done, and then... <coughs> we had to do the new version and then we sent it to Patrick the next day but what Patrick had done because I told him I promised him we would do it by, by the deadline yeah. he went away and got the artwork done got the release date sorted and got his master got a master get on, on standby done yeah. all that for us so we sent him it on the Tuesday he listened he's like I fucking love it this is amazing it's better and all that Sent us the artwork two days later and then sent us a contract two days after that. Excellent. And that was that. Excellent. And that was it. And then, did you notice things change when when that came out? Because for me, that's when you... Yes. That was your stamp of like... The the, the Airwolf Paradise remix is it's just what it is. It's a remix. Don't get me wrong when I want to say this, but mm -hmm. you're going to... You remix a tune, the remix will get for gotten unless you have yeah, yeah. something that's what i was going to say yeah, yeah. all yeah, that does this is, is an original this, a, that this opened is, a door for yeah. you but yeah it gets you a bit of dialogue with people yeah and you need to understand that's all it can ever be yeah. the second it's not your record you know Portland, the second tune's probably you, the most important if you have a bunch of stuff sitting and this is again probably good producer advice because advice i took on yeah. numerous occasions if you can get somebody to listen to your remix and there can be a lot of producers that haven't done this yeah They'll, they'll do a remix and then that's the doors open to get their original the, stuff people's ears uh, yeah. people are it's a sad state of affairs when they might not read your email but yeah. that's just the music industry they get so much stuff oh, every absolutely. day yeah, if yeah. you do something that catches their attention <coughs> use that you've got yeah. a short window to yeah. grab their attention yeah. get a dialogue with these people and get your stuff in there and if it's fully original I feel like uh, Rock the Party gives you an identity as well. It did. Yeah. yeah. Do you know totally what I mean? Yeah. That, man. yeah. I think it's about a statement to make because, like, like, Ian's nailed it. You get in there, you get, you get in there with, like, doing a remix and people hear who you are and stuff like that. But the second, I think the second so song you bring out, it needs to be better. It needs to, like, that's the statement maker. Do you yeah. get what I mean? So yeah. Like, follow. Luis Capaldi's going for it at the minute. He did that. He did the first record and now everyone's like, has he, has he, has he got it or was it just like yeah. a fluke? I was yeah. just finished watching the documentary. That's I've not I've seen it yet. Yeah. Don't give me any spoilers. But it's not. It's, it's really good. Can, um, yeah. I've seen enough clips to sort of get the gist of what he's talking about. But the big question throughout is: Was that just like was that a, a lot, was, one hit wonder? Like it's yeah. not even one hit wonder because because the full album absolutely banged the first one. Um, is it? Is this a culmination of, of his life's work that's just 
that's it. Is he going to take him another 14 years? You can't years? beat that. Like, yeah, it's like the, you, you've already you've peaked very early. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like when, it's a bit of a shit analogy, but Tyson Fury, I've listened to a lot of his podcasts. Yeah. And he said after he, he beat um, <coughs> Kutchko, yeah. he didn't want to box anymore. Because he's done what he wanted to do. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's peaked, hasn't he? Literally yeah, the yeah, champion yeah. of the world. He says, well, what else? That was his dream. Yeah. He was a wee guy and he's like, yeah. I've done it. So what is it they're doing? That's how he ended up. Remember he was a 19 stone. Fucking then he was... Mm-hmm. So, get what I mean? so yeah. there is a bit of that, like, like you know, obviously, if you've achieved what you want to achieve, it's harder to go again. But it's not the same for us because this is the songs. But yeah, I, think, I think creating a full album at work it must be fucking difficult. I can't man. imagine how difficult. I've got no hair left to pull out. Man. <laughs> 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 I'm yeah. So um, we'll sort of like talk about gigs and that then. Um, since this is took off, what was the what was? He's getting people messaging you saying, "I've seen what you're about." We've got. What 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 happened when the success and the it started snowballing? What what was the I don't know how to how to word it really. When it, when it kind of transitioned from making music to becoming gigs and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, because yeah. because you are now an artist. You're no longer DJs. You're so you know what? A, I would say this happened very quickly. Yeah, and I had mild success in my own previously. Yeah, with this kind of thing like making kind of commercial house music. Yeah. and then getting gigs off the back of that and mm-hmm. doing like sort of live mashup videos and things check like that. out his instagram everybody he does like that <laughs> no, it's all very old now though. no you need to watch it though he does routines yeah. you know, like james hype kind of he plays it down the fucking class <laughs> so. what i noticed though because this was like original stuff this yeah. was you're on the biggest label at the moment you know i mean tricks massive yeah the gigs were coming very quickly yeah you know as i say i gave up my saturday residency yeah i, I said to him at christmas i went one is needs to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What know? was the what was the thing where like the gig where you thought, hey, yeah, it's fucking. I know what you're going We're on to somewhere here. What was the what the, the, the galv? Oh, galvanizers and SWG three. Like there's a place in Glasgow called oh, SWG three. It's a massive event space. Yeah. And one of the rooms is called the Galvanizers. Fucking unreal. You pretty much <laughs> don't get to play the Galvanizers unless you're doing something that's pretty big. Yeah. And that was the 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 point where I walked in, and. There's fucking pyrotechnics going off up to the ceiling, <laughs> and there's what is it, 4,000 capacity or something? 3,000 capacity? I think the, the ones we were doing was like 3,000. And it's just people as far as you can see. And that was the point where I went, Oh my god, this is actually happening. I've seen pictures <laughs> of this place, Class. and this is actually happening. I only heard that place today, coincidentally. Yeah. Um, Hannah had uploaded a, a mix. Uh, oh, the YouTube? Yeah, they've yeah. dropped the mic on uh, into the crowd yes. and you can hear the crowd feedback on all the way through the mix. If you're what a atmosphere. DJ from Scotland at the moment, that's that's the, you should come next time that's the gig you come. want to get on. If you give us give us a message, I'll come to the next one. Yeah, uh, we'll come, come the next one. We, we were not that bad. <coughs> two and a bit hours drive. It's not that bad, honestly. You know what's mad? That was your third ever gig. Yeah. So the first one was... See what I mean? It's like you go from... Zero to a hundred. Yeah. Our first gig was closing after Ben Helmsley, and Ben actually said, "Look, I'd like to do a back to back." Being like, "Yep." So we done that first ever gig. Second gig was Manuka and Glasgow. It's another nice club. Yeah. Then the fourth gig was the Alphanizers. So what was the sort of turnout for the that first gig you did, for instance? Thirteen hundred or something. Thirteen hundred. And then yours have got up to like a like a three. Yeah, and then our fourth gig was Manistia Sound. Right, excellent. And, and what they were the, like? the same weekend. It was quite a strange gig, wasn't it? It's was was good. Ministry of Sound is, 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 is quite a big tourist destination almost. Yeah, know? oh yeah, it is. It's a, it's it's a very a, famous venue. It's like when you see, you, uh, this sounds awful, but when you see a lot of um, 
foreign people come here on holiday and they go to the Etihad to watch Manchester City or mm-hmm. something along the lines of that. That's exactly what it's like. So it was yeah. like, it was like, it was. I was going to the New Camp, brilliant. Yeah, 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 exactly. Ah, yeah, like going to a club in Magaluf or something, yeah. like a bob crawl. But like, um, <laughs> like, it was. Again, we've got mates that have played there a lot. So yeah. again, texting Will or texting Andy Rayside or texting Rusting on. We're playing the 103, wasn't it? 103? Yeah, the 103 room. Oh, yeah. mate, quite a tough gig in there. It's good fun and it's a nice venue. You're up high and all that, it says, but um, I'd keep it very commercial if I was you. Like, sounding we did. So yeah. it's kind of... Some of your stuff is quite commercial anyway, so... Uh, it, was, it, was, it was good. It was good. I like got, to, to, got to close the room. It's dream, mate. I've used to buy many It's not something that you get to do. <laughs> See, unless you're, you're out there making music and... It's never been easy to make music, you yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. it's also never been more difficult at the same time. I think it's harder now than it was years ago for the simple mm-hmm. reason of there's Everybody's that many people. It. It's like DJing. Yeah, if you go yeah, to yeah. if you go try and get a, get a residency in say your local town, there's there's five times more people looking to get that residency than there was before yes. because before you had to have your equipment, you had to have the records, you had to have it, all that etc. Mm-hmm. that comes with it. Now you've got a hard drive full of tunes. The same tunes as the next controller. Yeah. Turn up, there you go. Do you know they used to say that you're always four feet for a rat? <laughs> now four feet for a DJ. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you get what I mean, though? Yeah, exactly. Everywhere, like a plague. No, but do you get what I mean, though? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, Everyone's a DJ. It, yeah. Do you know what the, D, the DJ of today is, right? And this it's not sexist at all, by the way. Uh, is the, 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 the DJ of today is the. Um, you see, like, on, on Instagram and that, everyone claims to be a DJ. It's like women are makeup artists. It's always like mm-hmm. so and so makeup artist, and now it's it's always so and so DJ. Yeah. It's like it's 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 more of a, a social media statement than anything else. Do you know what I mean? See the thing is right, and I spoke to <coughs> I spoke to Rob King about this in an interview other room, and yeah. see see if it, you were in, we were still in the era when you had to buy techniques and vinyl. Yeah. How many of these DJs wouldn't be DJs? Oh, I know. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. eight quid a record. Two thousand pounds for a full set. You can get a control now for a hundred quid. What about this? Then what? What if now? Right, it wasn't the techniques. You've got your controllers. You've got your your CDJs. So you just plug and play. What if you got put in the corner of a room where no one could see you? There was no lights. How many people would be DJs? Then you would lose that half yeah. probably. <laughs> I can actually remember. So I, I worked as a resident in many many venues, and you were a guy in a darkened corner yeah. out the road from yeah. everybody. And you're, I can tell you, I remember are, the day yeah. that I was working in a venue. It was quite a dimly lit DJ box, and yeah. the EDM stuff, Avicii, Alesso, Hardwell yeah. was all kicking off, and they were on these brightly lit stages. And I walked back into the club, and these big fucking floodlights above me. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ! You'd have, you'd have hated that. Oh, I would have hated, hated it. <laughs> it took me a long time to adjust to that. I was like, Oh my god! And that's the norm now. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're a, a, a young person coming through DJing, you don't know any better than that. Yeah. Everybody looks at you. Yeah. But the idea of looking at the DJ is probably something that only came out in the, the early days of the EDM stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. That, I, I only say that because my own residence at the time yeah, yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. whoa, you've got people looking at me now, you've got lights on me. It's like, what happened to my, my darkened cave that I was in before? <laughs> I remember my first residency. I was in, it was in a bar in, in Whitehaven and it was mm-hmm. uh, the DJ booth was at the end of the bar. So yeah, sometimes yeah, people yeah. come up to you and ask you for drinks yeah. and shit. So, right, so like, you just don't know any better, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so basically, uh, there was a side panel here and then there was like a glass bit where you could see on the dance floor, obviously for reactions and stuff like that. And you're there playing away and it was you, you were that hidden away that no, no one really cared about you. As yeah. far as they would know, you could probably... There was music on, but it could have been anybody, yeah. Oh, cheers, mate. But um, basically... Uh, 
when they used to put requests and they used to give it to the woman at the bar and she'd bring the request over she was like <laughs> oh, so, so it's like I used to have a notepad me. sat at the end of the DJ box and I just let people scribble on it yeah yeah that's what that was it was like a, a notepad yeah. I, uh, yeah. and it was just one of them things where it's like if that was if you went to, to clubs now and that was the, the norm how many people wouldn't be DJs like yeah, yeah, because right, you haven't got the limelight on you do you know what I mean yeah you need, it, you need it now though I mean to be oh yeah and I would absolutely. say even not just for a DJ I think yeah. for a lot of things even a painter and decorator you know yeah. there's a plumber on TikTok that's a Scottish guy he's a friend of a, a mate of mine yeah. angry plumber? no the Fraser or something oh yeah the ginger haired guy um, I mean he's became like a, a, a massive star on TikTok he's a plumber yeah. right? I think that goes for any business whether a DJ a plumber a hairdresser whatever if you've got a decent social media presence oh there's niches for everything there yeah. is and you need, the, you, the need is, you need to be out in the limelight now I've, you know I've been I mean? flicking through TikTok and I've, I've, I've started following this guy in fact particular. even for yourself like 10 years ago podcasts were still here yeah but not to the extent they are not nowadays. Nowadays. I started a podcast um, years ago uh, and it didn't do anything because it, it was the nerds who were listening it wasn't mm-hmm. uh, a normal yeah yeah it's like, pretty common though yeah, yeah. anybody yeah. listens to podcasts now yeah um, there's one on TikTok I've been following lately and I'm getting obsessed with it it's 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 a weird obsession actually but <laughs> sitting there and I watch all these videos he, he's a crane operator I know the guy you mean yeah and he's like a day in the life of a crane operator and, he, and he's That's basically like, oh, it's, I'll show you it's so good and he's fantastic. like so I've got my charger here I've got my juice here how cool does and that then, and then he's like got bro? his glass panel down there so I can see, I can see the, um, the and he takes his yeah. shoes off so it yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you watch this as well yes but it's like little things like that I'm just like oh this is like this is such a niche thing but Clearly, people enjoy it. But it's it. something you'd never yeah. see before, probably, yeah. if it's for this kind of TikTok. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, <coughs> so yeah. So, what have you? Before we move on to part two, what what have you got coming up now? Then, what what's what what's the future for well, energy trucks? You know, so we've been doing a lot of gigs recently. Um, with a little break uh, about two or three weekends in March. March. Was empty, yeah. King. And you're a fellow music producer. You know what this is like. We had a little bit of a brick wall. Um, Don't hurt me, baby. Was a remix, but it was very yeah. quickly successful. Rock the Party was mental successful. It was bonkers how big it was. Mm-hmm. Kind of like we're talking about Louis Capaldi, right? But not quite in the same level. We're no singer-songwriters here. I know what you're going to say. But yeah, it's the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah. Try, you're trying to replicate that. Do you feel Do you feel like you... Because obviously you've There's produced music for a long time. Do you feel like it's a pressure you've never felt before in yes. comparison? By yes. Far. Yes. Yeah. That is interesting. There's a lot of stuff sitting there that... Now that we've had a few weeks to sort of digest it, they'll yeah. listen back and go, actually, this is good stuff. Do you I not find you know gigs I mean? like tonight where you could maybe test something out? There's, a, there's two getting tested tonight. Right, yeah. and then you can just go, right, if that gets a, the reaction, we'll, yeah. we'll go for it. We've done a remix yeah. at DJ Weirdo pumping that stupid bass, the old hardcore Yeah, hardcore thing. I mean, he played that last Saturday in Falkirk. And I was like, I wasn't sure how it was going to go and it fucking wrecked the gaff, man. Mm. That looked like a good venue, that. Oh, mate, it's, what It's gaff. weirdly... Laid out, so yeah, I, really good, yeah. I mean, <coughs> I was a resident in there. It's, a crazy, it's, it's mad where it is. Do you know what I mean? It's like a big yeah. massive club in Falkirk. Mm-hmm. You'd think it'd be in Glasgow or something. Yeah. But I, it's, it's, we, that was a good. We were it's on, an excellent we, venue. We were on 9 for 11. It was like, there was about 800 people in by like half, half nine or something. There's been a shift. You've probably seen this. Like, when we were going out, you would still be in the house at midnight. Yeah. And you'd go out later. Yeah. The young team, as I call them, you know, the, the people that are out now, 18 yeah. to 21, 25, whatever, yeah. are out early. Yeah. And they're out for days. You know? Especially <laughs> They'll go out on a Friday at 9pm. Back to 2008 again. Exactly that, yeah. yeah. That's that exciting thing we do, mate. 
that's 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 what that's that's one of the reasons this music is is evolving into this kind of modern clubland scouse. Yeah. It's because of that guy Tom Muldoon. Yeah. We we've got a really good relationship with him. Um, he's booked us five times this year already, but that this boy's putting on stupidly huge gigs himself yes. and he's spending a fortune in production. See the production this boy's got; it's the best thing I've ever seen. Because he knows people yeah. just don't want to go into a venue and listen to music. But that's they why want he to does video it. And see TikTok. It. So all the videos on TikTok is all this massive production. So he's getting free advertising of yeah. all these people who go to these gigs, but. He, that boy in his event is one of the reasons why I think like mm-hmm. this music's because he's playing all the old stuff. He plays yeah. like he plays like Beeb versus Cyrus and Class. plays Makina. He plays like trance. I, mean, I heard him. I heard him playing Hyperlogic last night. <laughs> Honestly, mate. So Class. Uh, I was talking with Josh Butler last week, and we talked about you know, Elro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously that it's so TikTokable. That's why it's so popular now. That's why people's yeah. productions level are going. They're going. That's right such up a good show, by the way. Yeah, I totally agree. But with if it. you, I, I'm, I'm familiar with that sort of thing. I've been doing some housey bits for a while, and obviously that's sort of like the, one of the pinnacle sort of tech um, events. Yeah, yeah. So I was obviously having a flick through some of the, the the after movies and stuff like that, and I'm thinking, look at the colours. It's larger than life. It's like if, like the, if, if, if yeah. something's advertising you to a, a, a dance music scene electronic music scene if you've seen that you'd be like you want to go yeah that's I've it. been a few times as an outsider do you know do you know what I mean yeah yeah definitely. do you remember Melee remixed Beyonce. Beyonce Crazy in Love that Beyonce track what a yeah. the reason I seen that was that. he played it at an Elro festival yeah it's a banger it wasn't, just, it wasn't just the tune that I thought that's a banger it yeah. was the production that caught my eye I went where's this and then the, the music was playing and I was like yeah. this looks Mad, yeah, big brash colours yep. and people dancing on stage. This looks fucking mental. I've been to a couple of Ibiza man. It's class. I've been to one. Aye. See, you lose your pals, but it's murders. Like, where are you? I'm next to the zebra. I can see sixteen zebras. I'm at this giraffe. Stilts and all that. So it is, but it's it's so. But that's what people want now. Pop you know? culture. It's like, that's what pe- people want to say. I've been there. It's Instagrammable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's that, it like, needs these, all, these, all these restaurants now in it, and like, people going there and pick, taking pictures of yeah. dinner and all that. Yeah, it's kind of similar, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's though. a sad state of affairs, but so, it's such good free promo for these places. Only if you don't understand it. There are, there are businesses, not just nightclubs, bars, restaurants, Everything, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. DIY shops, whatever. There are businesses who are failing because they're not engaging with people on social media yeah. and it need, and you need to grab their attention. If yeah. you grab their attention and you pay attention to the customer wants, they'll come back. Yeah. There's no question about it. They'll become yeah. loyal to you that quickly. They'll also disappear from you in the same oh, snap of the finger. So that's in any sort of walk. So, so much choice. Yeah. If they don't like it, they will they think go. with their feet and leave, you know? Yeah. 100%. Right, so we'll sort of move on to part two now, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Team is actually, when, are we in, when are we playing this club? <laughs> Half an hour. <laughs> but we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll fly through this quickly. Is that on the clock? What? Is that on the clock now, yeah? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> right, so we'll just quickly do part two. We won't do the questions today. We'll do uh, flop a bop and we'll do... Oh, How long like does this? it take to get to the club from here? Five minutes. Five yeah. minutes if Don't that. worry, man. Are you panicking? Next <laughs> again before it in... I, no, I you'll, you'll suck up a couple of tunes on that. Um, so this is part two with Energy Tracks and this is flop a bop. Uh, I like this bit. Have you, done, have you ever seen this before? I've seen it. Okay. No, I haven't. So basically I'm going to just t- read out five tracks to you and you tell me if the flop... If you wouldn't play them, if they're okay. shit, 
or bop if they're absolute okay, bangers, right? So flop or bop with energy tracks. Um, Vincent Demure flotation. Bop, but the Mister Bishy remix. Oh, curveball. Okay. <laughs> Vincent De Bishy, have you heard that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Class. I would say the Mister Bishy one. Mm. I that, I always liked the remember the BCD one. Yeah, class yeah. tune. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. hopping and bopping or whatever. Transfers flotation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was K Nine as well. Can you remember that one? Yeah. That was on. Um, the Mister Bishy one's the yeah. best one, man. I played die yeah. bop and therefore. Um, Kamizra, let me show you. Bop, easy. Everybody's playing that. I might play that the night. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you like the Madison Avenue? Um, the oh, what, what was the boot? Who, like who, who the hell are you? No, oh, there was the a bootleg. Boot like, um, the, the bootleg from years ago. Don't call me level. baby. Yeah, yeah. I um, like the Lizard Commissioner ones. One of my favourite ever bootlegs. Yes, unbelievable. Oh, was it Friday fr- Night Posse. <coughs> no, I think it was. Don't know. I can't I, remember who it was. Bop. Um, Clubheads, here we go. I would say Bop because yeah, I would say Bop. Nah, no, float for me, Liza. Oh. Here we go. Uh, nah, I'm wanting that one. I like, nah. I like, I like, I like. The, I love the riff. I love what they did with obviously stealing it from Dre. Yeah, I thought that's nah. Just... Like uh, compared to the compared to disco hop and club hop. Oh, much better. Yeah, oh, yeah. In that. comparison, um, yeah. I've played it. Do you know what I mean? But it's I don't know. I'm in the middle. Mm. It's not my favourite. That was the first ever record I got. By the way, uh, was it? Nice. Is yeah. it coloured vinyl? Uh, yeah, yellow vinyl. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Suitable for you, lads. Scott Brown, now is the time. Flop Absolute bop. Played it last night. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, so we did. Yes. <laughs> I'm quite rough today, mate. I'm quite rough, so... Uh, aye, definitely bop. Scott Brown's a fucking... The goat, man. Just the <laughs> guy, man. He's, what's your favourite Scott Brown tune? Oh. Uh, Inferno. Inferno? That's a, that's a proper... Mm-hmm. Uh, that was an outsider's yeah. one there. Oh, that's a great question, DJ Dale, man. isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Or I, do what you like, or there's loads, man. I could go. There's, on. Oh, there's, there's so many. So many. I, I, I think one thing about Scott, I'm not going to have to thank you. One thing about Scott Brown that I love is the, the fact he evolved from that hardcore and the bonkers stuff. Yep. Like, I wasn't a big fan of UK hardcore, but I liked his stuff. See, like, it's all about you, know, that yep. kind of stuff, and Netbreaker, and yep. that's how we do it. Mm. I loved all that. My favourite. My favourite ever tune ever is a Scott Brown tune. See, Q-Tex, Power of Love. Yep. That's my favourite ever song. Which version? The. the... The original or right, yeah, the yeah. Italian boy one, but the original that the club one of that's my favourite ever tune. I love Scott Brown. Love I booked him down here, and honestly, what a fucking guy! He's class, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he just yeah, loves yeah. getting on it. What, what a guy! <laughs> um, and the last one for today. This is this, this is a Marmite tune. This strike you should do. I like it. I would say Bob. Bob. I like the new one. That Borai one. Bob. Make me the new house mix. It. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I yeah. Like yeah. That. I like um, that. <coughs> I love it. I love the piano. Really. I think a lot of people don't like it. It sounds a bit cheesy, but. Fuck me, like when you, when that, that piano, piano drops in, <laughs> class, and that flopper bop for today. Um, I hope you like that. Uh, I, I they, these are just what people have wrote in. So if you've got anything, any um, that you would like to write uh, and ask people, then go for it. Um, there's, as I said, there's a million and one tunes out there. But if you think there's a tune that might be a bit debatable, then send it in. Uh, send it to our inbox at it's time to refresh. Um, and this is uh, a new feature, it's called Throwback Attack. So I'm going to ask you um, of times and places in your life and you tell me a song that instantly comes to your head. Okay. So all right? Yep. So yeah, yeah, of course. Doing it so what song do you think of when you think back to primary school? No Limit, Two Unlimited. <laughs> primary 7 Disco. <laughs> Hadaway, What Is Love. Yeah. It's about the same time. Yeah. Nice. Overall, yeah. Oh, bitches, man. <laughs> interesting. Aye. That Hadaway, is interesting, man. That. 
What song do you think of when you go back to secondary school? Uh, uh, probably some happy hard go thing. Shooting star, bang, shooting star. Uh, or... I can sort of gauge the years you grew up, by the yeah. way, by what you said. 90s vibes, man. Yeah. Um... Now is the time. Okay, that's it's or, a shout. Or, or rhythmic state, soap and rope. Yes. Yep. Aye, that was always getting played in the tapes, no, no. <laughs> what song do you think of when you think of the when you got your first set of decks? Uh, bad motherfucker, man. Energetic. <laughs> it's a Scottish bouncy techno thing. Look it up on YouTube. Off, off the top so of my head, good. I don't. So I, I do listen to a lot of uh, old bouncy techno in the car, mm-hmm. but I don't go on tune ID because it's not something I'd sort yeah. of play as such. Mine's is again same label as a tune called System X. Play the game. Play the game. Excellent. Oh, Excellent. Mate, have you had that? It well rings done. a bell, but I'm not going to say it, yeah. Unreal, man. That was like that. <coughs> that definitely. <coughs> what song do you think of when you um, think of your, the, your first days of going out? Oh, Love Shy, uh, what was that, Electric Boutique? Oh, the, the best mix, by the way. That one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christine Blonde. Christine Blonde, yeah. yeah. Love Shy, Electric Boutique oh, remix. Yeah, He's the one every like, time. Mine, commercial trans stuff at the time, I can't yeah. remember what else. Mine's would be, um, do you remember the donk mix of Clubhead? It was, it was built as Clubheads, Larger Than Life, Backstreet Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an American guy. It was Wayne G, it's yeah. not Clubheads, but that. I remember going to that club Bonkers. It's the first time that's the first one I heard. Like this is fucking years ago, man. And it was just, just that big dunk. What the fuck is this, man? I it's uh, it's what I would call a polished turd, that because the, the original vocals on that, I'm, I hate it. But when I heard the, uh, I think it was the Alex K version, possibly Wayne G done the proper old one. Yeah, and it was it was titled as Copheads for ages. Why would it not be? Why but it wasn't be? them. It was an American guy called Wayne G. That yeah. I'd definitely say that because that's like I've seen earlier on, like. Noble with play or that stuff, yeah. Like, there was like an hour of solid, like kind of Dutch that house kind of stuff. Yeah. I so I'd definitely say that. What song do you think of when you think of your golden era? Oh, that's a good question. Do you know what? So, I liked a lot of the, the EDM stuff. I would say third party every day of my life because I did a lot of really okay. good gigs at the time, and that's when it sticks in my head. Uh, mine's would probably be a scouse, do you think? I think, um. My maximum hustler like a dream. Oh, banger! Soon, that would be mine. That's a Mike Scarlet. Uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. would say that. That does. That I think that's probably the greatest scouting ever made. Do you think so? Oh, be, it's a statement there. I, know, <laughs> I, I think. I think it is. Though. Yeah, I, think yeah. I, think oh, I can. I can. The I can riff, the singing, the the bassline. <coughs> it's not a donk. The yeah. new rap. That's 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 probably my yeah. Definitely. And the last one for this section is: What song do you think of when you think of right here, right now, today? What what is the song of the moment for you? It doesn't need. It could be here. It could be one of your own because you're you're that. You know what? I'm gonna say "Rock the Party" by us because yeah, because why not? It's just it's why not exactly. When you look back at the earth, when when you look back at what we were doing before and where we are now, it's the one song that's really propelled us to where we are. So yeah. I, it's I, it's a soundtrack to, to use what's life right now. Like, yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's done. Listen, I'll be forever grateful to that song for the mm-hmm. rest of my days because it pushed us from. And I never like to think of DJing as a ladder because I think that's unfair. To yeah. Think yeah. Of it like there that. is a hierarchy, though, isn't there? Kind of, yes. Yeah. So I think it pushes from one level to the next. Yeah. What that level was, we don't know. We, but, were, yeah. we were talking about this in the car. Like I've never really travelled about. I've always just DJed in Glasgow. The, the yeah. odd gig about, but not really. And because of that song, I'm I'm sitting here with you now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. 
we're going to Belfast in a couple of weeks, Newcastle, Bolton, we've been booked for Ibiza recently, like, all that. Yeah. And it's all kind of that because of that. The Airwheel thing was a part of, obviously, but the rock the parties, like, I'll, be, I'll be forever grateful to that song, to be honest. And I'll, I'm just glad he never deleted it. Because he did. Imagine it. Aye, so I'd say that's very difficult. Um, and we're going to do unpopular opinions. So this is what's on our, we've got like a Facebook community group. Right. And it's people writing their unpopular opinions about something. So the subject was daytime raves, right? Okay. Um, so this is from Christopher Jones. It's screwed up. Uh, in the club at 4pm, out by 10pm. Uh, still go to Tesco Express and feel like it's 6am. Just shows how the music gets you and then your perception of time, lol. So what do you think of daytime raves? I think they're class. I like them, man. Yeah. I, I, should be the only thing is I'm not a big drinker. So yeah. I end up pretty drunk at like 9pm, but have I think it's to, later. Have you noticed you've been asking for the meals today? It's been him. I'm not a big drinker. Really, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I'll be blazing in like an hour's time. Drunk so, Evil's good yeah. though. I like Drunk Evil. <laughs> See what I'd say about that as well is though, Annie Mac does a thing called Home at Midnight or something, and it's like 7 till 12, yeah. and, it's, and it's aimed at like an older demograph. Yeah. Which I think's class, because you're getting to enjoy the whole club, and it's like she does yeah. full club decor, but it finishes at 12 o'clock. Yeah. I like, I like the it. idea of daytime raves because I obviously got I got gigs and stuff like that. Like last week, uh, I was playing in through at Carlisle for Sanctuary. Um, I was on last, oh, which was three till four or four till five. I don't know. I can't remember. And I actually had a like, tactical nap before and before I headed through. <laughs> you need to arrange on that. And I was still <laughs> fucking. I was still back in the day after. So it writes. Yeah. It writes. It writes off your weekend when you've. When, especially if you go for the full duration as well, it's like yeah. So now I need to like meticulously plan my, what I what I do with everything. Because yeah. but a daytime rev, I would go to that, not a problem, and I would still feel great the day after. But do you know what as well though? I love daytime drink. I love going to the pub during the day. Like I like see if yeah. I was to pick between going to a club then. Or going to like a wee old man's pub and putting a coupon on and sitting yeah. having a beer. I would pick that all day long. We were talking yeah. about this football match, yeah. I used to sit and watch Super, Super Saturday all day. I, I'm into that, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and this is uh, questions. So someone put, uh, other than Donk, do you produce any other styles of music? Uh, sm- smashing the podcast, mate. Uh, catching up from the beginning after recently discovering it a month ago. So that's from Lee Jenkinson. So... You've sort of talked about this in your podcast. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. have touched on the doing the sort of housey bits and stuff yeah. like that. So, the, I'll sort of try and rephrase it. Then, yeah. do you think that Energy Tracks is going to go in different directions? Well, we've been DJing a long time, and sometimes in the same venue, following different types of music. So, yeah. I suppose yeah. it will go where the music goes. You know, yeah. you, th- you threw a curveball when you released the um... the the New York thing. No, no, not that the. The mix on SoundCloud, the, the hard, hardcore, hardcore one. one. Yeah. So the, it was a bit like, ooh. So, that is, well, yeah. we're going to do a, That's going to be a mixed series. So it's going to be hardcore energy, old school energy, house energy. There you go, yeah, yeah, trance yeah. Trance energy. We're going to just do like ones that. Different Because we want people to know that we're, we're not just people that play 140 donk or 140 yeah. now yeah. beat baseline tunes. Yeah. We, like, Mixture of stuff. We, we can play everything. We're like cultured DJs have done it a long time. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think <coughs> a lot of people probably don't know that. Yeah. Or mates doing people in Glasgow mm. doing, but people Beyond because that. people are showing an interest in us now from out with we're in we're in Cumbria now. Do you yeah, know what yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. So it's kinda of to let people know that we don't just, you are we don't, about, yeah, yeah. Kinda of, yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah. So what I do is with everyone, when I tie this up today, um I'm gonna to say you're getting the electric chair because 
you have been dickheads and done something wrong, brought brought the penalty back just for you, and you've got one more meal. You can have a start at me and dessert and a bevy to wash it down with mm-hmm. what he's having. Uh, start. I'll keep it simple with a soup, man. What soup? soup? Uh, a soup man that's like a shite superhero <laughs> a soup man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me give me chicken and rice man go for it right. what uh, what we saying mains that's a proper Scottish soup uh, by the way my yeah. mum used to make it yeah. so. my stepdad oh, it's always yeah. a chicken and rice soup like. uh, mains got burgers every time man I love a burger you do what do you have on it everything mate everything possible he does I he like salad it. cheese I love it stack it up dessert chocolate cake every time mate Nice. What are you going to wash it down with? A beer. Okay. So I'm ready. Do you go, I'm ready? Yeah. What are you having? I'd probably try heroin. <laughs> For a starter. Well, I'm going to die. Oh, anyway. so anyways, no, yeah. I'm, I'm going to die. So I'd probably yeah. do something like that or try ass. That's the most Scottish answer. Try ass or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, starter, I would have scallops, chorizo, hmm. main steak pie and chips. Oh, I love steak pie, man. Yeah. Uh, or a calvary. Yeah. Uh, and dessert I like a Victoria sponge man mm. a, a good one a yeah like, yeah, I, yeah, the, yeah, nice, yeah the nice cream <laughs> do you know what I'm talking yeah, about yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd say that and to drink um, Jack Daniels and Coke yeah yeah. you're the only one who said heroin for a starter yeah. so ever so <laughs> no, but do you know why I said that though because we were, we were talking about something similar not the electric chair but if you died no, what would you, if you're going to if you'd like a week to live yeah, yeah, you would just try yeah, things yeah, you yeah, do yeah. And then, and this, this is that's what this originally was the, the original question was um, it would be if you had a book a bucket list of, of things you want to do but I just thought keep it to food and then you can do listen taking heroin is not my bucket list but I'm just like no. I, I, I was joking everybody <laughs> <But> <laughs> we were talking yeah. in the group chat Will had said something similar as well he was probably like we were just talking about like yeah. If you had a week to live, what would you do, kind of thing? It was like, would you just jump off a cliff or jump off a building? Or like, <laughs> 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 it must be quite good. Yeah. Partly it's Moorish. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Not as Moorish as World of Warcraft, though. <laughs> <laughs> or steak pies. <laughs> but yeah, um, I said my starter would be just do a bag of edibles. Just so you fucking <laughs> try to so you like sort of turn right out and. And right, then you just have a stick pack when you have to wash it down. <laughs> but yeah, um, before you just go today, I've yep. got you a little something. Um, just to enjoy your night with. Uh, hey! Fucking yes, there you go. Thank you so much, Thank you, mate. Um, you having some? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy! But, yeah, no, it's <laughs> no worries, so much. worries whatsoever. Thank you, mate. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't have you come on here, travel down from Glasgow, and never bought. Do you know what else have at the club? What's that? What well, else have at the club? Why not? You fucking you're playing. <laughs> I don't understand why not. There's we'll there's even a fridge in the in the DJ booth. Nice. Yeah, you nice. need to have a cold right. man. So we're just gonna sign off today. I just want to say thanks for coming on. It's thanks been for a, having it's me. Been a I mean, I've really enjoyed it, mate. Thanks yeah. for having us. I appreciate it, man. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, on Instagram, TikTok. Facebook, TikTok. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. we search energy tracks. It's N R G tracks T R E X. Yeah. Not rare tracks. No. Rave tracks, no. Show Alan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> right, yeah. I uh, just want to say thank you to everyone for watching. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have enjoyed it, you can support the podcast by signing up on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash it's time to refresh. Uh, for as little as £3 a month, you get um, little exclusive episodes um, that's behind the Patreon paywall. You get free music, DJ mixes. And you get to hear about uh, early access. So people who get it will get it on a Friday instead oh, of a Monday. Um, and yeah, uh, thanks for, for coming on, mate. It's been absolutely Class, fantastic. Class, man. I've enjoyed it. Man. I'll see you later.